A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. The Zone. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, it's been kind of nice to get away from the stifling heat that we've already experienced in the month of June. Today is another nice day, but boy, we're going to pay for it later this week. Morning, everybody. How are you? Fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke. So glad you're along with us. Yeah, sunshine on the way again today. We're going to hit a high of right around 81 degrees, overnight lows back into the 50s. But then Thursday and Friday, back into that uncomfortable territory. Tomorrow we'll see mostly sunny skies in 89. Friday, mostly sunny skies in 91. And again, the pattern here, not much in the way of rain until we get to Sunday. We'll talk more about that with Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist. He joins us in about 15 minutes. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compure Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You know, you take a look across the state of Wisconsin, and even if the ground is dry, it's still agriculture ground. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. But I'll tell you, trying to keep agriculture ground agriculture is a bigger challenge than you might expect. And, Bob, we've kind of come up with a lot of different ways that we try to make sure we're protecting it and rewarding people that protect it. Some successful, some still struggling. I think, Pam, one of the most successful has been the agricultural enterprise areas. Bob Bosel at the northern end of the world's longest barn, those AEAs came into place here a few years ago now. And what they are, multiple farmers getting together and signing an agreement to keep their land in agricultural production for at least the next 15 years. We've got over 40 now. And the opportunity is coming to get you and your neighbors involved in AEAs. Wednesday, Jordan is with the uh, Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. She's Farmland Preservation Program Manager. We talked to her about the AEAs and about how successful they've been and what they're all about. Our agricultural enterprise areas are community-led efforts establishing designated areas important to Wisconsin's agricultural future. Um, these AEAs are a great, great way for landowners and communities to come together and say that our farmland is important. We want to protect it. And we want to continue to see our agricultural economy grow and thrive. So how do you put one together? Because as you mentioned, this is a community effort. This is not an individual farmer effort. This this takes a village, so to speak. How does it work? So to create a new AEA, um, there's a petition process. So these are locally crafted with landowner input and supported by local governments and community stakeholders. 
petitions include a narrative of the area in and around the proposed agricultural enterprise area. Um, signature pages are letters of support from counties, cities, towns, and villages that are within the AEA. And then most importantly, we need at least five petitioning landowners that are backing up this petition. Now, those five participating landowners, contiguous land or land within a certain area, how does that all work? These landowners can be within a certain area, um, all neighbors, they can be next to each other or within a township that's interested in um, petitioning for an AEA. What we do then is we'll work with the County Land Conservation Department to draw a boundary around those petitioning landowners that is contiguous, meaning that all of the parcels that are included are sharing common borders and are not otherwise separated except for by roads, utility right-of-ways, or bodies of water. So those landowners that petition do not have to be contiguous, but we will pull in neighboring landowners around them to make a contiguous parcel or a continuous area. But a landowner still has control of his own land. Correct. This is a completely voluntary program. Our AEA boundary acts more like a district that allows landowners to participate further into the farmland preservation program, but it doesn't mean that you're automatically enrolled in anything. So right now we're in that petition period as you talked about this is not like uh, you know applying for a driver's license this takes a whole lot more what kind of things are involved and as far as do we need to engage lawyers professionals people like that and how involved is this petition process and what's the deadline for getting something through during this cycle Yeah, so the petition process includes the narrative, which kind of goes into detail about the area around it. These are best done when they're a combination of uh, community members, landowners that are interested in preserving their farmland, and then governmental bodies, either through like a local planning and zoning office or a local land conservation department. They can work together to create these petition narrative drafts. You do not need a lawyer. but any professionals you want to bring on or any partners like a conservation organization, we're more than happy to see those in a petition process. These petitions can take a few months to write. So we open these up usually in the end of January or beginning of February. And then the petition cycle goes into the summer. This year, we're accepting petitions until August 2nd. And just as a question have you got any petitions in already for around the state uh we are working on one petition right now for douglas county so it'll be their first aea petition we're very excited for them but otherwise we are still looking to work with more uh counties and communities have you got indications that others are going to be petitioning for aeas around the state um i do know that there are a couple of other counties that are working on petitions or working towards petitioning next year Um, I think there's a lot of switching in how people are planning and how people are doing things kind of in our new world. People always get maybe a little nervous about what kind of a contract am I signing and for how long. How long are these petitions for as far as AEAs? And what exactly does it mean we can and cannot do with this land while that AEA petition is in effect? Yeah, so these AEAs upon designation um, will last until it is removed by an order from uh, the secretary's office. So essentially these are 
permanent or long-term uh, boundary lines. Um, if you own land within an AEA, it doesn't mean that you are subject to any additional land use restrictions or anything like that. You can still continue to do whatever you're doing. But having land in an AEA does allow you the opportunity to sign a farmland preservation agreement. Now, these agreements are 15-year agreements that you're making with the state of Wisconsin, saying that you're going to keep your land in agricultural use and keep your land in conservation compliance. And in return, you're eligible to claim a tax credit. As we look at the AEAs that have been put in place in Wisconsin already, since uh, 2009. How many do we have? How much land does it cover in Wisconsin? Yeah, so right now we have 43 AEAs covering about 28 counties and over 1.4 million acres inside them. As we look at the petitions that uh, folks are hopefully putting together right now for more AEAs, for the ones that have been in place before, can these be changed or modified or amended as it goes along? They can be changed, modified, and amended. We do have a modification process. So if AEAs grow or expand, um, they can go through a very similar um, petition process that a new AEA would go to. Um, very recently, we had one amended over in um, Dunn County last year to expand into a new township. And the people that should be included in this, obviously the landowners, but I would think folks like, uh, I think you mentioned it earlier, county conservationists and people like that need to be included in this as well. Are there some mandatory things that need to be uh, included in here as we make this petition for deadline of August 2nd, Wednesday? Yes. So you do need signature um, or letters of support from your county conservationist, um, from each political subdivision the proposed AEA boundary is in, either a letter of support or a signature page, and then those five petitioning landowners. Is it possible we could have the whole state agricultural land in AEAs, or is there an upside as far as the amount of land that can be in an AEA? Right now we are capped at only having 2 million acres in AEAs. Um, that is all we are able to designate at this time. But if we continue to see interest, we hope that we could eventually increase that cap. And as this program goes on, if we're in 15 years with a 15-year program through farmland preservation, are we spot-checked by DATCAP personnel or do our neighbors, neighbors watch neighbors? How does this work? <laughs> Yeah, so if you have a landowner within an AEA and they want to sign a farmland preservation agreement, um, the county would be in charge of spot checking and doing visits. So that's the land conservation department. The county conservationist would come out and do checks about every four years. It's only for landowners who are enrolling in those 15-year agreements. So as we get closer and closer to August 2nd, uh, I would assume if you haven't started yet, it might be a little short or is there still time we're first part of june there's still time to uh get a petition in and get started on that process and is there help available from your office or anybody else that uh, can help these folks interpret the plan for petitions our office can help do preliminary reviews of your petition. We can help do um, some of the map making that needs to be done for it. And we can also provide educational and outreach 
um, information to interested petitioners and communities that want to learn more about the program. And as you talk to people that have been in these AEAs Wednesday, are they happy? Yes. I get a lot of feedback that people are very excited to have this program in their community. They feel like it really helps reinforce their agricultural preservation goals and their conservation goals overall. So there's still 600,000 acres available in Wisconsin to go into agricultural enterprise areas, but you have to get your petition in by August 2nd to the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. And then uh, Wednesday, we'll work with you. Wednesday, Jordan, who is the Farmland Preservation Program Manager at the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. And I'm Bob Bosold. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Farm goddess, agricultural princess, queen of all the... Badgerbean.com puts the Wisconsin soybean farmer first, and it's your place to go for the latest soybean news and research from leading industry experts. Simple, easy-to-access resources for the betterment and advancement of a sustainable soybean industry right here in Wisconsin. Badgerbean.com, an invaluable tool constantly updated for Wisconsin soybean farmers. For info and the latest updates, find us on Facebook and visit badgerbean.com today. I'd pull up to the house, I'm like, ugh, we can't have that ugly house, you know. We really needed to replace the siding. We ended up going with Prairie Exteriors. Their pricing was really reasonable. I'd drive up to my house now, I'm like, oh my gosh, my house looks so nice now. It looks so amazing. I was so impressed. Improve the look and value of your property with one of the area's highest rated exterior companies, Prairie Exteriors. Prairie Exteriors, now that's impressive. PrairieExteriors.com Looks phenomenal. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Summer savings are yours at Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Replace your water heater and softener in the same visit and get a $100 discount. We've got you covered 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for all your commercial and residential plumbing services. From installation, repairs, and maintenance to complete sewer and drain cleaning. Visit MononaPFP.com. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. A name you can trust when service is a must. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Ah, comfortable temperatures out there this morning, that is for sure. But I'm thinking it's going to change before the end of the week. Let's find out about it. It's time for our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update on a Wednesday. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, with us. Yeah, it's really nice out there this morning. Yesterday wasn't too bad. No, yesterday wasn't too bad. Really nice this morning. My hound was pretty happy walking out here early. It didn't bother him, and I don't think it's bothering anybody else. But you're right on the mark, Pam. It is going to warm up, and pretty quickly. Already Thursday and Friday, a lot of upper 80s and 90s are going to be seen all across Wisconsin. The warm-up will come along with at least a chance for some rainfall. And right now, I'd have to say it may be measurable rainfall. The greatest threats of precipitation I'm seeing kind of map out from northeast Iowa, southeast Minnesota, into western Wisconsin, southwest Wisconsin, even toward Boston in the central part of the state. In those areas, 
rain amounts by uh, Thursday and Thursday night could be adding up into that half or three-quarter inch range, maybe even up to an inch, especially in far southwest Wisconsin. So there's going to be some rain possibility around. Low pressure is way back to our west out around Montana this morning. It's going to drop southeast and head toward the southwest corner of Wisconsin by early Friday. As it makes that move, it will draw on some very moist, very wet air. And that's why that rain chance finally is going to, it would appear, show up around here and start to make a bit of a difference. But it does come with very, very warm air. Like I've said, upper 80s and low 90s by Thursday and Friday. Drying out, cooling off a little to start the weekend. The next rain chance. Boy, I like this all of a sudden. Later Sunday into Sunday night, that chance of a shower or thunderstorm builds back in. Now, toward the late part of the weekend, rain may not be really heavy, but another chance for a shower at least. Every little bit helps, and it should be able to soak in somewhat, and I'm sure crops will respond, and those dried-out lawns as well. I'll have forecast details right after this. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compere Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do, and our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Badgerbean.com puts the Wisconsin soybean farmer first, and it's your place to go for the latest soybean news and research from leading industry experts. Simple, easy-to-access resources for the betterment and advancement of a sustainable soybean industry right here in Wisconsin. Badgerbean.com, an invaluable tool constantly updated for Wisconsin soybean farmers. For info and the latest updates, find us on Facebook and visit badgerbean.com today. All righty, Stu, let's have some more of those weather details. Well, we start to turn a little summer on again today. Sunny skies, I expect a lot of low 80s, could be a mid-80 at La Crosse, and winds out of the northeast to east will be around 5. Overnight, still clear as we drop back in the mid and upper 50s. Southeast winds about 5. It's Thursday that a rain chance builds in. First in western Wisconsin in the morning, then midday in the south and uh, in the evening in eastern Wisconsin. Still a very warm day, upper 80s and low 90s. South winds at 5 to 15. The rain chance Thursday night. Friday, still a few scattered showers or thunderstorm, especially in the east toward later in the day. Uh, mostly sunny, still very warm. Upper 80s, low 90s. West winds at 5 to 15. Sunny and drier and more comfortable, Pam. I'd say upper 70s and low 80s for Sunday. Like I've said, could be up to an inch in southwest Wisconsin, maybe a half to three quarters of the cross, Moss and Madison, and a quarter to half elsewhere, but it looks like some rain may actually show up. Is that from all the ruckus that uh, that hurricane-type pattern's given to the poor folks in Louisiana right now? Well, I think that's where a lot of that moisture is streaming up from. So as we get this front coming in out of the northwest, we'll get a little assistance from that moisture actually getting here. I hope it just hangs on. Very good. Sounds good, Stu. We'll find out what the progress looks like tomorrow, okay? All right. We'll catch up with you then. Stumach is our ag meteorologist with the weather details you're looking for. And finally, some good news as far as the possibility for rain. Let's just hope that it keeps on coming because across the state of Wisconsin right now, we've got probably a majority of our fields that are experiencing at least uh, some Shortness of moisture in some areas, as you can imagine, 
amplified more than others. We'll talk more about that after fi- after the bottom of the hour with our friend uh, Rodrigo Worley. He's a weed specialist with University Extension, and he's going to be talking more about the weather and our herbicide interaction. For now, that is your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When you choose from several options, you're likely going to save money. That's what a family-owned, independent insurance place like ours can do. When other companies offer you only one solution, Madison's Prairie Land Insurance Agency offers you a wide array of personalized, affordable options. Is your current policy really the best? Talk to Prairie Land Insurance Agency, your local, independent, home and auto insurance agency. For your free insurance review, call 251-3009. Prairie Land Insurance Agency. Our best is the very least we can do. I am thrilled to tell you that we're headed back out on another farm tour. I'm Pam Yankee, inviting you to come along on our America's Southwestern National Parks Tour. September 1st through the 10th, we'll explore the Red Rocks of Arches, experience the immense sweeping vistas of the southern rim of the Grand Canyon, dramatic scenery of Zion, and towering spires of Bryce Canyon. All you need to do is send me an email for a brochure. Pam at MidwestFarmReport.com. This looks like a car. Has tires. Headlights, a hood. Windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them, too. There's a front seat and back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% of the time, this would be a car. But it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. You no longer have to hide your hands. Your hands have been taking care of everyone else. Isn't it time that you take care of your hands? A skincare minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Did you know there are several aesthetic treatments that help your hands look brighter, healthier, and more youthful? Treatments such as broadband light and chemical or laser peels help with tone, texture, and getting rid of those stubborn age spots. Skin-type procedures can smooth out wrinkles and fine lines, as well as add new collagen. Dermal filler, like Restylane Lift, is used to improve the volume in the back of the hands. The results are noticed immediately, giving you a fuller, more hydrated appearance. Most treatments can last over a year and are more affordable than you might think. Now you can show off your hands with confidence. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. When it comes to putting a room together, I'm brilliant. No idea where you come up with these things. You didn't put the room together. I can just scribble an idea down on a piece of paper and voila! You drew the room and handed it to a Lazy Boy interior designer. I don't know how I do it. These ideas just come to me. Your idea was to go to Lazy Boy. 
That's all anyone has to do. I mean, I'm not bragging. You're totally bragging. But a little planning and you could have a home that looks like this. Anybody can do that. It just takes a simple meeting with a Lazy Boy interior designer. It takes about an hour, then they take it from there. It just feels good to have it all come together like this. I can finally put my feet up and relax. You've had your feet up the whole time. It's time to order your custom designs for summer delivery. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor Madison. East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. Neon, day glow, flashing lights, special effects. Today's world puts our sense of sight on overload. Luckily, there are places we can go to refocus our senses. Our National Wildlife Refuges. It's a wonder how much you'll see once all the distractions fade away. You may see a lone eagle soaring past massive snow-capped mountains. Or a great horned owl perched stoically on a branch nearby. You may see the furry face of a baby sea otter curiously poking its head out of the dark blue sea. Or ancient rocks shaped by centuries of wind. When you see these things, you're seeing the world the way we found it. With over 500 refuges across America, you don't have to go far to make a special connection with nature. Learn more at fws.gov refuges. That's fws.gov refuges. They're talking about here, um, they'll, they'll, they'll take these balls to the lab. And then they'll look at their spin rate, their K rate, everything. And if their spin rate and K rate start going up like unexplainably inexplicably they'll 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 investigate and hammer down so it was it was one of the brewer games that i was streaming and i was on the opposing team's stream and they were talking about this rule yeah and one guy one of the guys on the broadcast threw out a scenario where he goes well what if i had a guy because they were referencing corbin burns Mm -hmm. what if i had a guy like corbin burns who just fell apart and we send him back to a pitching lab, and he he finds something, and all of a sudden he added like three hundred RPMs to his slider, whatever whatever the guy said. I don't remember exactly. And now is he going to have to be like retested? Are they going to have to recalibrate all of his numbers because like what are we doing here? And then the other guy fired back with, "Well, it's extremely hard to all of a sudden do that," yeah. which which is true, but but both could be true because look at um. Look at Freddie Peralta. What do we know of Freddie Peralta for pretty much his entire career except for the last couple of years? Fastball Freddie. Exactly. And 75% of the time he's throwing a heater. He threw Give him the heater, Ricky. An all right curveball and had somewhat of a changeup. Yeah. But it was basically his fastball. Mm-hmm. Well, now what if he goes in the offseason like he did two years ago when he started working on that slider and now has perfected it going into year two of that slider? That slider would have had to have been, I guess, re-looked at. Mm-hmm. Because if you looked at a attempt at a slider from Freddie Peralta three years ago, yeah. it'd look a hell of a lot different, different than, than it, it looks now. right now. Totally. So they have stats here. Speaking of your stats and the advanced analytics. So Major League Baseball cracking down on this illegal substance and pitchers. Obviously, we see offense spiking as well. But they have this right here from uh, Travis Swarchik of the score reports that through now, Saturday, the weekend that just happened, 67.2% of Major League Baseball's pitcher pitchers has had a reduction in spin rate since June 3rd. 
and that 36% of them saw a significant reduction. So Major League Baseball has told these guys punishment is coming starting June 21st, and they have the MLB narcs out in full force looking at pitchers, looking at what they're doing, if there's anything on their body, their uniforms, what their spin rate, their K rate is. And since they've been unveiling this throughout the year, the young season, 67.2% of Major League Baseball pitchers had a reduction in spin rate since June 3rd, and 36% of them saw a significant reduction. It is and you pretty, see and you see offense going up. It is pretty wild. Now I wonder if, the if that yeah. also would wonder how that would coincide with the weather getting warmer. True. Just because you do know that uh, runs start to happen more once you get into the the real days of summer where it's becoming more hot, it's becoming more humid, and the ball likes to fly a little more. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd wonder what that does to spin rate, though. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, so they also say Major League Baseball suspended four minor league pitchers after they were caught using illegal foreign substances to doctor their baseballs. And then also offenses on the rise. The league batting average this season has hovered around 2.36, but in the past week, since they've been cracking down more and more on this and that punishment's coming June 21st, so the league average, batting average, hovered around 236. In the past week, two teams are hitting over 300, four teams are hitting over 290, nine are over 270, and 14 are over 250. <laughs> well, wow. Do you, do you remember? That's kind of crazy. Do you and, remember before all the Astro cheating stuff came out? But do you, it was like that. It was that year. I think it was the same year where Justin Verlander was um, calling out Rawlings mm-hmm. and Major League Baseball for changing the baseball. Yep. And I think it was the same year where all of a sudden you had opposing teams saying something was up with the Astros that year and their pitching staff. Because if you remember correctly, you had Justin Verlander, who was having a renaissance year after um, being traded from the the Tigers to the Astros. And all of a sudden, the guy is like the old Verlander. And then you had Garrett Cole, who was really amazing. And the biggest one, like because we knew – or everyone knew that's a a casual fan, that Garrett Cole is good. Garrett Cole was good before the Astros. Garrett Cole has been good post-Astros. It's a no-brainer. Same thing with uh, Justin Verlander. If your workout includes bailing hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Fairly moderate temperatures today under a sunny sky. We'll touch out in the low 80s, but then tomorrow we turn the corner back into the upper 80s, low 90s as we head toward the weekend. I'm Pam Yankee. Now, from the Countryside Landmark Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday. So today is the 16th day of June. What I noticed is that this is the time of the year when all the big summer blockbuster movies seem to hit theaters. On this day back in 1960, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho was released. On this day in 1978, the film Grease opened. On this day in 1980, the musical comedy with the Blues Brothers was released. 1989, Ghostbusters 2 was released. And on this day in 1995, Batman Forever opened with a record $528 million weekend. That particular version of Batman Forever starred Val Kilmer, Chris O'Donnell, Tommy Lee Jones, and Nicole Kidman. And here is to being able to get back into the theaters.
It is a Wednesday, and that means it's time for me to catch up with my friends at the Steffes Auction Group. Remember, that's spelled S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. And along with us, Ashley Hewen to get us started this morning. And it's already been busy, busy, busy. Don't forget, one of the key sales that we're focusing in on with the Steffes Group is that uh, event that's happening in Chippewa Falls. That's where the physical location of the equipment is. But, of course, Ashley, the real transactions are happening online. And you said still showing a lot of interest from people all around the United States for the uh, uh, equipment, construction, or otherwise that that NREC Solutions auction's bringing. Yeah, don't don't forget, that is Thursday and all the bidding's done online. So it starts closing at 10 a.m. in the morning. Uh, there's a lot of farm equipment on there. There's a lot of construction equipment. And, and the support items, like you and I were talking about earlier, this, the UTV, uh, the Brilliant Cedars, all that type of stuff, just just a wide variety of equipment on that auction. Well, and if you're somebody that's uh, maybe making haylage now or maybe you're going to be making corn silage, I said to to Ashley, you look at the steffisgroup.com website and specifically that NREC Solutions auction up in Chippewa Falls, you forget how many pieces of equipment construction uses that we very well could use packing silage or taking care of business on the farm. I think we got to remember to take those blinders off, don't we, Ashley? Yeah, you know, nowadays with the modern farms the way there is, basically all the farmers have a full line of construction equipment along along with their farmer operation, just uh, whether it's cleaning ditches or tree lines or, or digging holes to bury a barn, all of them types of things. Right, right. You know, the other thing that I kind of like about uh, this shopping online and seeing what's out there is uh, you tell me if it's going to work or not. I mean, with the delays that we've seen as far as equipment delivery – and uh, the backlog when it comes to parts and different things like that. Boy, going used these days looks way more attractive, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's, that's why the prices are selling the way they are. I mean, you, if, even if you bought a tractor right now, you probably aren't going to use it in this growing season. You'll get it sometime next winter. So, of course, that's driven up the used price a little bit. But yet, it's still hard to find really clean used equipment that's low hours. And and like I told you earlier, we have 20 auctions this week alone. So uh, shopping on the Steffes website, there's something for everybody. Right. And again, that website, steffesgroup.com, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Now, you said this is this is kind of the heart of the action as far as the calendar year right now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, our summer season's officially kicked off here with all these auctions in June. So it's going to be busy summer. What will I find on the website, Ashley? Just you were mentioning about uh, uh, good, clean equipment. Give me some of the details, some of the information that the steffesgroup.com site gives to me that I might not even be able to get myself. You know, we were laughing about how you're not going to see the auction signs up anymore these days, a lot of stuff moving online. You drive past something on the corner, and you got to kind of get out and self-evaluate. You've got all the information on that website about that equipment. Yeah, we do. So every piece that's getting sold, there can be anywhere from 20 to 60 pictures of each piece. There's going to have an owner's phone number, so you can kind of do the research. You can look at previous sold prices if you go to archived auctions. So all the information is there for you to make a good buying decision. And, of course, um, you can do a search for something specific that you're looking to buy. Excellent. Ashley Hewn along with us again. Don't forget that NREC Solutions sale that's online right now is going to start wrapping up 
accepting bids tomorrow morning. So if you've visited the site, you want to check back and see where you stand as far as the competitive side of things. If you've never looked but are kind of interested in anything from a golf cart to a payloader to a packing tractor, then you definitely want to get online. Steffesgroup.com. That's S-T-E-F-F-E. Sgroup.com, or if you're getting ready for a sale or want to find out what your options are like, the Steffes folks would love to talk to you. Again, their phone number in Wisconsin, 920, area code 442-5677. So if you're starting to toy around with the idea of maybe an auction of your own, 920, area code 442-5677. Farming is tough enough, as you know. Your 2021 Planted Acres report doesn't have to be. With TopCon's data management platform, TAP, you can submit your Planted Acres report right from your computer. And you don't have to have any TopCon gear in your tractors. Signing up is free. And TopCon's TAP can handle your planting data electronically from any of the major planting solutions available. Learn more at CropReporting.com. It's that easy. Are you ready to get moving again? So am I. I'm Pam Yonke inviting you to join me on another farm tour September 1st through the 10th to the Southwestern National Parks. We'll be visiting the Grand Canyon, Zion Canyon, and Bryce Canyon, and everything in between. You can email me for a brochure, pam at midwestfarmreport.com, or call Holiday Vacations in Eau Claire today, 888-557-1020 for all the information. Markets are still trending lower for corn and soybeans as we get started on a Wednesday morning. Right now, July corn's down a half. December corn down about a nickel at 569. July soybeans are down 11 and a half. November beans now down 20 and a quarter, 1353 and a quarter. July wheat's down a half a cent right now at 661 a bushel. Barrel cheese in Chicago yesterday dropped three quarters of a cent at 165 and three quarters. 40 pound block cheese was unchanged. Double A butter closed. Penny and three quarters lower at 180 and a half per pound. The fluid milk for July is unchanged at 1713 100 weight. August milk closed 37 cents lower at 1797 100 weight. U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack announced yesterday they're sending more pandemic benefits to the nation's farmers. What I caught out of this one is they're dedicating $400 million to the new dairy donation program for food assistance. They're also going to have about $580 million more in supplemental dairy margin coverage program for medium and small-sized farms. They're going to allow livestock and poultry producers money for animals that they had to euthanize during the pandemic as well. Details are not yet fully released but I'm sure we'll see those coming from our local Farm Service Agency offices in the very near future. Hold on just a second. Our friends at the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board stop by our studio in just a moment. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All across Wisconsin, destination marketing organizations are working to ensure that tourism in our state and your local community is stronger than ever. Their work to drive visitation and enhance the visitor experience not only encourages travelers to discover our great state, it bolsters the economy, supports jobs, and it improves the quality of life for all Wisconsin residents. To learn more about what these great organizations are doing, visit DestinationsWisconsin.com. Sponsored by Destinations Wisconsin. It's been called the best in Wisconsin. 
meticulously maintained at 70% humidity. It's the walk-in humidor at the Tasting Room Lounge. A showcase of the finest tasting hand-rolled cigars in the area. The Tasting Room Lounge. A systematically ventilated refuge to enjoy your favorite cigar, spirit, specialty beer, or wine. Indoor or on the patio, find your spot at the Tasting Room Lounge. West Broadway, Monona. Exciting news. Hi, I'm Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. We have spent many hours combing through our prices, and we are proud to announce that The Healthy Place now has the lowest prices you'll find in the nation on all of your favorite products. In fact, I'm so sure you can't find a lower price, I'll give you a $50 gift card if you do. Just shoot me an email, tim at findyourhealthyplace.com, and share the product you found. Our mission is to help you find your healthy place, and we never want cost to be a barrier in your health journey. The Healthy Place is committed to providing high-quality supplements and vitamins at the most competitive prices in the nation. Come on over to any of our four locations for in-store shopping or curbside pickup, or stay home and take advantage of our same-day delivery in Dane County, free shipping, live chat feature on our website, and phone consultations. Stop in or check us out online at findyourhealthyplace.com. The Healthy Place. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, we have uh, pretty much everything in the ground now. Now the next battle, insects and weeds. It's all brought to you courtesy of our friends of the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. This update on some of the challenges our Wisconsin farmers are up against. And joining us today is our friend Rodrigo Worley. He is our University Extension Weed Specialist who's really been busy for weeks now trying to get ahead of things. So, Rodrigo, in light of the pandemic, we didn't get a lot of chance to talk last year field events were non-existent. Maybe take a look back for me at 2020. Were we continuing to see the persistent weed issues that we had seen prior, uh, namely the big problem with uh, water hemp, uh, giant ragweed? Now we've even got to have uh, some conversations about Palmer amaranth. Tell me a little bit about what you observed in 2020 despite the pandemic. Hi, Pam. It's great to be here uh, today. Thanks for the opportunity. You're right on. You just listed our three uh, major weeds that we're working with. Uh, I would say that the problems continue to expand, uh, especially uh, with the water hemp. Some of the folks that have been paying closer attention uh, to this problematic weed, especially water hemp, they kind of got it under control now with some fine-tuned adjustments. Uh, but some of the folks that didn't have it before, uh, they had a hard time controlling it in 2020. And that's why, you know, even with the pandemic, uh, we try to go virtual and try to connect with our stakeholders as often uh, as we could just to help them uh, with the best management decisions for this 2021 growing season with the hopes that they can get the troublesome weeds under control. But then modern nature throws us a dry spring, which kind of changes everything, right, Pam? Yeah, that's very true. And now everybody had an opportunity to get out there for sure and uh, get things in the ground. So how have we done so far, Rodrigo? You know, we hopefully are starting to learn our lessons, not only about the amount of time that we need to dedicate to pre-emergence and then post-emergence, but also the compounds we're using. Maybe that's where we should start. Any issue with availability on compounds we're using to battle these weeds? 
Yeah, no, this is a great point. I've been talking to some of our colleagues. Uh, we've been checking on the news. There are some concerns in regards to chemical availability uh, for this growing season. Uh, because of COVID, uh, there is limited supply. The demand continues to rise because of resistance. Some of, so some of the key uh, chemicals out there, uh, namely, you know, glufosinate, uh, which is Liberty, Scout, or other brands out there. Uh, there's been some shortage of glyphosate. Apparently, from talking with our industry colleagues, it's going to take a good year here ahead of us until this uh, supply chain normalizes again. So the, what we tell our growers is whatever they plan to be spraying in a couple weeks from now, make sure that they have that in stock and start planning for the next year already. One, prices may go up. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty, and we don't know whether things are going to be readily available. So the, the more they can plan for the year ahead, especially during this uh, time kind of towards the end of the pandemic here, the better off they're going to be uh, for the years to come. Rodrigo Whirly is along with us, our University Extension uh, Weed Specialist. This is your soybean pod update brought to you courtesy of the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. Uh, Rodrigo, let's talk a little bit about the research that you're focused in on this year. Like I said, the pandemic kind of gave us a little bit of a lapse in that face-to-face learning experience that farmers so value. Uh, what are you focused on this year as far as your research and maybe uh, hit some of the uh, spots where we can catch up again finally for some of that infield education? No, absolutely. So first of all, uh, as of June 2nd, uh, the the Regulations related to COVID in regards to meetings on one-on-one and large uh, field days have changed. Uh, so we're very excited to announce that we're going to be having plus tours uh, this summer. So we want to uh, make sure our farmers out there that are interested in our agronomists and educators and industry folks out there that are interested in coming to check our plots to go to our website, uh, westweeds.info, and look for the upcoming field day opportunities. We have a lot of excellent research plots all over the state. Uh, we got stuff at, primarily in Janesville, uh, Lancaster, Brooklyn, Arlington, but we're also collaborating with our NPM colleagues. Uh, so we have research in, in northeast Wisconsin as well. So there is a lot uh, going on. So our clientele that's listening to us, make sure you go to our blogs, whiskweeds.info, and take a look at upcoming few date opportunities. We're doing a lot of research, fam, looking at control of water hemp, giant ragweed. We are now doing more and more work with horseweed management. The hmm. so horseweed, or meristay, also known as meristay, was a winter annual weed. We've done some preliminary screenings. We found a lot of resistance to glyphosate. And as our farmers go no-till, this is a weed that tends to thrive. So we're expanding our research portfolio to also look uh, at uh, horseweed besides giant ragweed and water hemp. And as you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, your Palmer amaranth. Palmer amaranth is a weed we're keeping an eye on. Uh, there's many ways Palmer amaranth seed can get into our state. Uh, so we tell our farmers out there to be vigilant, to be scouting their fields, and if they are seeing a pigweed species, that's very difficult to control, that does not look, quite look like water hemp, to reach out to us uh, and send us some photos so we can help them uh, ID and come up with best management uh, recommendations for, for those uh, infestations. Are there any new chemistries coming, Rodrigo, that we should be aware of? I mean, I'm afraid that that always lags well behind identification of new weed issues, but is there anything else, chemically speaking, that we've got to be aware of? Yeah, that's a fantastic question, Pam. Uh, there's not necessarily new uh, sites of action. There are some new active ingredients that we're looking at. 
into existing uh, sites of action uh, already. If you would, uh, some of those products are going to be displayed in our plot tours, and we're going to have data uh, available at the end of the, the season. There are some pre-mixes that we're looking at. There are some tank mix uh, combinations, but there are not uh, really new sites of action coming up to us in the near future. So pretty much what we got is what we got, and we got to take good care of the current chemistry that's still working on our weeds. And just as a side comment here, it's interesting because for the first time uh, in my career here, I was going to have the chance to look at a new site of action, an, an experimental but unfortunately, the industry that has, you know, that has found this new side of action and the university lawyers, they couldn't come to an agreement. So unfortunately, we won't be able to test it this year, but hopefully next year. And then the idea there is that this product or this new side of action may become available to our producers five to ten years down the road. Wow. Okay, so definitely a lag situation that we've got to address. Hey, Rodrigo, we were talking earlier about the face-to-face opportunities for farmers to re-engage with you guys. The one date we can get on our calendar, the Arlington Ag Field Day, is on at the UW-Arlington Experimental Station and Research Farm. Uh, So you will have plots ready to go there, right? Absolutely. So we have a date for that. That's going to be August 25th. 2021, it's a Wednesday uh, towards the end of the month of August. Uh, we are going to have, we just set the date, how uh, we're going to have some meetings here to de- uh, define the logistics of the field day, but we're going to welcome our stakeholders uh, to Arlington Egg Research Station for our traditional agronomy and soils field day. Uh, it is a tradition in the agronomy, soils, and plant pathology and entomology department. Unfortunately, it was canceled last year, but we're very happy uh, to be back on track this year for that. So we look forward uh, to seeing our clientele on August 25th at Arlington Egg Research Station. Complete information will soon uh, be released. Hopefully by the end of the June here, we're going to have a complete agenda available uh, to our clientele. All right, the battle goes on. Rodrigo Worley joining us from the field today. He is our University Extension Weed Specialist that is working in partnership with a lot of our soybean uh, breeders, our researchers, plant pathologists, to try to get answers for our Wisconsin farmers doing battle, as he said, with uh, persistent problems we've had with water hemp, with uh, things uh, also like a potential palmer amaranth. Now he said uh, the mare's tail and, of course, giant ragweed. Those are just a few that he's doing battle with. Like he said, get those dates down and more. More importantly, follow him and the information they're releasing at the Wisconsin Weed Science website. That's WISCWEEDS, W-I-S-C-W-E-E-D-S dot info. Rodrigo Worley, our guest today, brought to you courtesy of the Wisconsin Soybean 